I want to talk about this great show on AMC called The Walking Dead. I don't know if I'd call it great anymore. You now have you? How far have you seen it? I've seen all of it. Okay, you've seen up to whatever this season two, episode seven. Yeah, the barn gimmick. Okay, okay. So you've seen the first season, and what did you think about the first season? It was awesome. Zombies all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it was like almost a zombie movie, but just in like mini episode form. I think there was only six episodes or so. I, I mean, we've seen zombie movies to death, and they did it right. Uh, now, after I watched season one, I was kind of hooked. Season two had just roughly started. And I went out, and I found out that it was based on this graphic novel by the same name. And I went and picked up, uh, I even told you about it. I think I went on Amazon and picked up The Continuum. Yes. And that's issues 1 through 46 or 47 of the series. Right now, I think they're 80-some issues into the series. Well, this is just 1 through 46, or about like halfway of what they've covered so far. And so I so I, I got that right away, and I read through it. Like, it's real easy to read through a graphic novel because it's mostly just pictures. And that, that led way beyond uh, where season one was. So I knew, I kind of had an idea where they're probably going to go with it because it looked like season one matched up with the book pretty well. So all right, I'm like, okay, it's going to be interesting to see how they transition into all these other story frames and all that in season two. And season two starts, and the first thing, I think, the was it the first episode that that, that little girl goes missing? I believe so. Uh, I can't think of her name. She's in the book also. Uh, Sophia. She goes missing in the forest by the highway that they kind of get stuck going down. Yeah, let me hold on. Let me yeah. Let me stop you there. The highway. Now they're traveling along the highway and they come to this area where there's a shit ton of cars and people dead and whatnot. And then there's a bunch of zombies that come up from behind them, from the direction they came from. It came up from. Oh wait, you're right. Do you see the problem there? Why didn't they see this horde of 200 zombies on their way to the the little traffic jam gimmick? You're right. I think well, I'm pretty sure this was in the book also, but maybe they would have they were coming towards them. I can't remember exactly. No, they were coming from behind them. In the mo- in the show. In the um, show. You're 100% sure. I'm 100% sure. So all the cars were focused in one direction. Yes. And they were coming up from the ass end of the cars. Yes. Yeah, that makes no sense. Unless they came wandering out of the forest and then all decided to line up on the highway, roughly. That's the only thing that I can think of, is that they just decided, hey, let's uh, let's get out of this forest here, start walking and zombieing along the road. And they kind of, maybe they just were transitioning, well, they were coming right behind them, so they were actually kind of following the highway. And they weren't there for that long until they started getting hit by them. Exactly, they were only there for maybe five minutes and then suddenly, suddenly zombies. Yeah. Okay. I never even I never even caught that issue. Yeah. That. Okay. That. That doesn't make much sense. And then one more thing that I'm gonna nitpick. Okay. Then I'll let you continue with the Sophia thing. Then I'll nitpick some more later. But the um. Remember that water truck they found? Oh yeah, that has all the bottled water in it. Yeah, it had all the bottled water in it. So yeah. they tried to get this bloated zombie. We'll cover more of the bloated zombie later. Out of the well because the zombie contaminated the well water. Ignoring the fact that just, what, two miles through the forest, there's a truck filled with bottled water. With five-gallon jugs of water. And they could take, they could go from the town, from that farmhouse, on the roads to the highway, which is just like a mile or two out, right? Yeah. Up into where that water truck is and just unload it. And that's that's got enough water for them for quite a while, if they can serve it. 
But they, uh, but they don't do that. Well, yeah, you're jumping ahead to the, oh, God, the whole, that, that's a whole story in itself. That, that stupid, uh, man, the whole well episode. Oh, okay, well, hold on, let's, let's backtrack a little. Okay. So Sophia goes missing. Now, by the way, never happened in the book. She never went missing for a second. But I'm like, okay, they're gonna, okay, they didn't find her that episode. They'll find her in the next episode or whatever. Cause she doesn't, I'm not saying she doesn't die, but as far as I know, Okay, first episode, it wasn't that great, but at least it's following the book kind of, you know? They go, they, in the book, they do find this farmhouse and, 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 uh, hook up with these, uh, these people that are living at the farmhouse. So I'm like, okay. So Sophia thing, they changed that a little bit, but I'm sure they're gonna find her in an episode and then we'll be done with it. And then I swear to you, and I'm pretty sure you can agree, you, you've seen these recently, the next six episodes is nothing but trying to find her. Yes. I mean, roughly, except for one episode, which was pretty much the well, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they, it's like the next four or six episodes, they try to find Sophia, and then all of a sudden, eh, Sophia's fine. We'll, uh, we'll get around to finding her eventually. We got other stuff to deal with. Yeah. Uh, it starts come. it, it turns out the show's turning out more to be like on the Lifetime sh- channel than the AMC channel. Cause all of a sudden they're just focused on this like minute drama internally on the group. Yes. Uh, the worst, the character that I hate, I'm, I hate the most is the, of course, the main character, that, that sheriff guy. His wife couldn't die quicker. I want her to die so bad. I just want, basically, I want everybody to die except for the sheriff dude and maybe, uh, not Shane, but the, um, Dale. Not Dale, I mean, the, um, uh, the brother of the dude who cut his hand off to escape from the zombies on the roof. Oh, you want him to still be alive? Yeah. Yeah, they left that in the open, like he, could possibly come back later, and you figure he probably will, along with, remember that uh, black guy and his son that he met back in the city with the walkie-talkies they were trying to use to keep, let him know where they were going? Mm-hmm. This was season one, so he might come back, and of course that re- crazy redneck guy uh, of the brother might come back with missing one hand. But that nothing's been addressed on that at all. No. This entire season. The main focus is they're at the farmhouse, and they're looking for Sophia. Nothing else is getting done. I know the one episode, let's talk about it, the well episode, is where <laughs> they're looking, now they have a bunch of wells on the farm, right? This is the only one. And they come across it, and they see that there's oh, just a fat, bloated zombie in the bottom of it. Still yes. alive, trying to get out. And they decide, well, w- it, the water is probably contaminated, you know? He's been in there forever. They probably It's not a good idea to drink it. Hey, let's get him out of there, and then we can drink the water. Yes, that's so dumb. And and the next thing that blew my mind was so they get the Asian kid, who's probably like 100 pounds soaking wet. Right. And so they use, they anchor him to some rusted up, uh, what was it, water spigot? And then once once the camera pans over to show what it's anchored on, you're thinking, yeah, that's fucking breaking. The, this show could not be any more predictable with its peril. Exactly. Because, I mean... The whole episode's built up on this. Yes. And you're like, it's not going to just, he's going to get lowered down, he's going to drag the zombie up and then be done with it. They they had to have something happen. Because almost, in most of the episodes, I hardly see a zombie anymore. No, I'm waiting for the fucking zombies. Yeah, I want some goddamn you, zombies. I want suddenly zombies. Thousands of them. Yeah, it's 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 not. So, yeah, they put him down there. And that, and that doesn't make sense either. Because, like, okay, so... You're going to pull them out and, and then kill it. And then, like, how long are you going to give it before you start drinking that water? Apparently they thought that they could drink it just instantly. 
because he's contaminating it. Once you pull him out, the water's good now. Well, but the thing is, so this, the the anchor that they have, or the pivot, or the fulcrum, or whatever you want to call it, breaks. And then suddenly, this 100-pound Asian kid weighs 500 pounds, and it requires the combined strength of a team of seven pack mules in order to give, get him out. Well, he did rope... He he did rope the the zombie up. They brought that up too, didn't they? Right, oh, no. They, they didn't even pull him up yet. They were just no, pulling the Asian kid they up. They were pulling the Asian kid up, and then the Asian kid had a separate rope with him. Yeah. For one, the, that even the rusty spigot that they tied him to shouldn't have broke anyways because he was only like 100 pounds. Yes. So, okay, it breaks, and they get a chance to catch it, and then everybody in the group has to pull... And they're really struggling, like it's the hardest thing ever. Yes. I could pull up. I, 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 weigh, I, I weigh like twice the amount as the Asian kid. I should be able to pull him up no problem. Or at least just anchor him to the ground so he doesn't go nowhere. And, and because you're using the rope, you're not pulling 100 pounds. You're kind of getting some leverage off of that. Yes. So it's even less than whatever his weight is. Apparently, there, um, Newton's laws and simple mechanic laws do not apply in the... Uh, walking Dead world. So uh, yeah, so at the beginning when they lowered him down, they were on Earth. But when they tried to, when it, the spigot broke, they were all of Jupiter. a sudden they were on a, a moon on Jupiter. The, the the well was the well was on Jupiter. So the moment that uh, that the Asian kid got lowered into the well, he he his weight instantly multiplied by a factor of six. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. The main thing that couldn't blow my mind is why did anybody, there was a bunch of people in that group, just put a hand up and say, hey, why are we doing this? <laughs> like, <laughs> to, and like you mentioned, they had water. They had bottled water in a in a giant truck, like a semi-full of it or whatever. Yeah. That would have lasted them forever. And then the zombie, while they're trying to pull it up, it obviously is caught on the side. I'm thinking, it's caught. Stop pulling on it. You're going to rip it in half. Of course, it got ripped in half. <laughs> I can see you yelling at the TV, just in frustration. And it gets ripped in half, and like half of it gets dumped down in there. And they're like, "Oh, now we can't drink the water." <laughs> and I'm like, you couldn't drink now it what are we gonna do? Oh God! And the funny thing, and just pulling them out wouldn't have done anything because back in medieval times, what they would do um, when sacking a city or or uh, retreating or when a defending force is being forced out of a city. They would dump bodies into the well to poison the water, to to make the city uh, undesirable for the invading force. Yeah, it just doesn't. It just it, that whole episode didn't make sense. And I and I even watched like a, I watched one of those things on their website about how they shot the episode. They're having the guy in the zombie costume and all that. They're doing all that, and I'm like, and nobody brought it up to this guy because apparently <laughs> it looks like they have a nude. Uh, director for each different episode. Yeah, from right? what I understand, and call me sexist, but they've all been women so far, or the well, writers think, well, have all been. There women. was definitely one of them that was a woman, and that was the whole drama behind the having a having a baby. I know Kevin Smith um, called it out the the whole woman writer gimmick. What, what did he say? I I don't I don't know what he said verbatim, but he said basically the show sucked. And oh, how about that? It was written by a woman. Big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's talking just about this show. Okay. Yeah. The whole, uh, I want an abortion, but I don't want an abortion. Hey, let, let, me, let me get into that real quick. So she's obviously been pregnant for quite some time. A couple weeks, maybe up to a month. Might be the other guy's child, right? We don't know whose kid it is. I frankly don't care. I could not care less about this fucking kid. But she takes, she, she has the Asian boy run to the pharmacy and get day after pills. Day after! 
She's been pregnant almost a month, if not more. Day after pills. The fuck? Well, she, she's stupid. What do you want? She's the. She's just. Uh, and you're thinking. I'm thinking the entire time. It's the apocalypse. Could you just not be a cunt for one day? <laughs> not be a whore. Jesus Christ. Well, I don't care about her sleeping around. She thought her husband was dead, so be it, whatever. But, like, she's giving him shit, and he's just hes just trying to keep him alive in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, in a zombie apocalypse, I got more important things to worry about than the get Right, and even wet. the Asian kid, you're sending him out to get, like... Like, I understand you got to send him out to get food or water, or you're all... You're, you guys need essentials, but, like... Uh, birth control or maybe a pregnancy test. She sent him out in two different times. One was for the test, right? Yes. And then another time he went there was for the uh, the day after pills. Now remember, yes. they went in the same pharmacy. The him, the Asian kid and his kind of like girl that he's interested in. Mm-hmm. Remember on the second time, how all of a sudden there's just a zombie, suddenly zombie in the in the in the <laughs> pharmacy. Like how did he get in? And if Remember you notice, the, the zombies aren't exactly stealthful. They're moaning around and shuffling and knocking shit over. But apparently this zombie was a commando zombie. <laughs> That's right. Fucking took up post noise. in the pharmacy and waited. <laughs> Ninja zombie. <laughs> I, I just get upset every time. I'm, I'm just be yelling at the screen like, oh, come on, really? And I don't know why I kept watching it. Like, so God, I'm like, maybe I'm hoping that it'll just get back on track and get better. But so far, and they cut this, it's still season two. They're going to come back in February, I think. Yes. And f- do another six or seven episodes and finish off season two. But well, before this turns into the, uh, the the Walking Dead episode, I got two more continuity issues to bring <laughs> okay, up. Okay, go ahead. Or There's, uh, so, so from season one until the end of season two, they've been bitching about how they need to conserve ammo. Okay, yeah. Remember the one episode where they go out to the range and everybody's just popping off several boxes of ammo? Right. What the fuck? Well, they gotta improve their shot, you know. You improve your shot while you're shooting at a worthwhile target. Not wasting ammo shooting at pop cans and logs tied to to ropes. And let's say, let's just be honest and say, let's say you're a terrible shot at stuff. It's not like the zombies are strafing back and forth running up on you. It's not like <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, the, one of the recent ones, where they're just full-on sprinting towards you. These ones are just walking, like, barely, you know, kind of crawling towards you. You have plenty of time to re- just just wait until they're, like, five feet away, get it right in the sights, and then pull the trigger and blow their brains out. Well, not even that. Even if you don't want to shoot the gun or you can or don't know how or what have not, you can still reload for people. That's true, too. All right, the one other issue that just drives me insane. You have a barn full of zombies, decaying bodies. They don't require food, and yet you're feeding them chickens. You're taking the chickens that living people could use, but instead you're feeding those chickens to dead things. What the fuck are you going to do when you run out of chickens? It, it's, it doesn't you run make out sense. Of food. It doesn't, you got perfectly good food. It can make, it can give, lay eggs, and you can eat forever, and you can breed them and everything, but you're going to feed them, because zombies don't get full. No, they like, just eat not... until there's nothing left to eat, and then they move on to the next thing that they want to eat on. Right. They they don't, they just eat anything alive until it's dead, and then they're like, oh, it's dead now, I want to go get something that's alive. That, by the way, wasn't in the book. So, in the book, yes, there were zombies in the barn, and that stupid uh, farmer guy was crazy, you know, thinking that he you know, could save them and all that. However, they never fed them, because that just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right, so they, there's never feeding them chickens. And 
when uh what's the main character's name the sheriff fuck i can't remember i can't rick isn't it rick yes rick grimes okay so when rick found out about it, well i think the asian kid finds out first but when rick find, found out about it they dealt with it immediately they went in they opened the doors and they killed all the zombies yeah. okay in the show he actually is helping you know round up a couple zombies they found in the forest to put in the barn yes and that's just unbelievable. I me. saw that and I'm like, nope, I'm out. I'll give uh, the first episode of season two and a half, I'll give that one show a chance, but uh, nope. Oh, I'm, I'm completely done. attached. I'm watching it now for more just the complete laughter of how bad it could get. I think and how f- I think season 2.5 is going to be, instead of searching for Sophia, it's searching for the old man. Yeah, because you saw you saw previews to what the next half is going to be. Right? Yeah, and everybody's all up and all up in a roar now because the old man ran away. Not only that, it seems like they still are at the farmhouse. That's already been confirmed. They're staying at the barn or the farm. They're staying in in the book in the graphic novel. They were there for like a week or two max. They've boss hogged their way up onto somebody else's property and have dictated to the property owner that no. You cannot do this. We're staying. End of story. This is our land now. Or they're like modern-day Nazis. Well, they don't want to go back out and die in... in uh, My ass is not going world. near civilization in the zombie apocalypse. My ass is going as far north as, poss- as humanly possible and getting the fuck away from as many people as possible. Yeah, that does make sense. All they need to do is just find a, a farmhouse kind of far away and find a way to protect it and everything. They could do. They could find their own. I'm going to Canada and finding uh, uh, less less Stroud, and we're gonna go survival somewhere. It's oh god, it's just ridiculous. I couldn't believe it when and he's helping he's helping uh, round up the the zombies with the guy. Or yeah, in the book and that doesn't just that doesn't just seem the way they set his character up. It doesn't seem like he would ever do that. Now it seems like at the end of the second season, some one of the writers said, "You know what? This doesn't make sense. This is stupid." And then they had Shane start shooting the zombies. And like, look, you see, is, is the zombie dead? I shot it, and then he shoots it a few more times. It's still moving. What the fuck? <laughs> well, that was that was the only good part about it is they actually they eventually killed all the zombies in the barn. But that that happens completely differently. Nobody tries to feed the zombies. Nobody's trying to put more of them in the barn to help the old if if once they found out that the farmer was was collecting zombies, they should have dealt with it immediately. <laughs> they should have shot him in the fucking head and then it should have killed all the other ones cuz obviously he's insane, a collector of zombies. He he's insane. You have to realize his mind broke and he needs to be put down cuz he's he's a liability <laughs> at that point, right? Yeah. So the fact they don't kill him in 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 the in the graphic novel, but they don't put up with that shit real quick. They go to that barn once everybody finds out. They open it up and just cut them all down. But it's the it's the final, and they did this on purpose when they were going to have a little two month three month break. It's the final spit in the face that pisses me off the most. What is this? When 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 dead Sophie walks out of that barn. Oh yeah. And you realize not only did they waste six or seven episodes on this bitch. They had to kill her, too. Yep. She do- she doesn't die in the graphic novel. At least not to... I, I haven't read all of them, but not to my knowledge on... in any way, this way. 
They stay at the farmhouse for one or two weeks, then they move on and ended up finding a prison. And they stay there a hell of a lot longer than they do the farmhouse. There's one person that's currently on the cast that should already have been dead by now, but they're leaving that person on there to create drama. But you gotta remember, this is Hollywood, and Hollywood does not like tragedies. They like it where the hero is a god and invincible and wins the day. I don't understand that, because that doesn't make good movies. I mean, I guess that's just the formula. It's pissing me off. It's pissing off a lot of other people, too, because they're, pi- they're getting tired of the same formula. Well, here's the thing. They can go ahead and remake every Spider-Man movie or every move, every movie that was ever successful. Just do a remake of it. Whatever. They're out of ideas. I understand that. But here, they have a full graphic novel that was already a success in itself to follow. All they have to do is follow it. They don't have to change anything of it. It's written brilliantly. And as you can see from the first season, if you follow it, it, it turns out great. I don't know who's, who, who in Hollywood's telling these people that the second season, like, oh, that episode was brilliant. I don't know. Probably some hipster from UC Berkeley or USC film school that thinks they know more than anybody else. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still watch the series, but I hate it. <laughs> It's like it's like me watching like an episode of Hoarders where I just yell at the people and I'm just pissed. <laughs> it puts me in a bad mood, but I still want to watch it. <laughs> you said Hoarders? Yes. Yes. I love that show. And what what makes it even worse is I live next to a hoarder. One of your neighbors? Yeah, a neighbor across the street from me. What are they collecting? A bunch of cars in the yard? No, I didn't have a bunch of cars in the yard. I just got a bunch of junk. Just piled everywhere. I can't really see it because there's bushes in the way. But I know it's there. Yeah, if there's stuff on the outside, you know there's got insides. It's just gotta be terrible. Well, I've run in 25 minutes. I, well, I had I, to I get that out of my system. It was <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. Sophie never never disappeared. It, oh, the the graphic novel I'd recommend to anybody, and I'd recommend the first season of the series. The second season, eh, watch it on your own risk. Yep, I can. I, I mean, I can't say anything about the graphic novel because I haven't read it yet. But uh, oh, you really should get that. Uh, I'll go out and acquire it. Well, next time you're in, I can give it to you. Okay. <sighs> and I know that I know they're going to come out with another one once he gets up to enough issues to make it worthwhile. So I'm waiting for the second continuum or whatever, another forty or fifty, put into one, and then I'll get that. But it's brutal. The first one through forty, whatever. Once it gets to that end of the of this uh, huge book, oh man, the people—it's just death and destruction. And, you know, it's just amazing how he how he does it. And I'm just waiting to see how Hollywood screws it up. But I don't think they're going to get to the prison till season five. The way things are going, uh, I think we're done. It's taking too long. That was been off-topic show episode. Whatever this show—I don't even know anymore. This isn't actually an off-topic show. This is. Part 2 of Final Fantasy 7. Welcome to the Retro RPG Podcast. This is episode 31, Final Fantasy Part 2. Finally, after a two-month hiatus, we are getting back into podcasting. Back and the I, retro podcasting. Yes, and I think this is going to be a standard thing where we take a month or two off in the wintertime because Don's always on vacation and the holidays are always just hectic anyway. So now you get uh, what, 10 months of... Maybe five shows, given our release schedule, and then we'll go on vacation again. Yeah, so yeah, I know it seems to be getting a bigger gap in between shows, but we still put content up. We still got we got the Skyrim thing going now. There's always gonna be there's always gonna be a show. We just don't know when. 
it might be an off-topic, it might be a Skyrim, it might be an actual retro RPG sh- mainline show. And we haven't gone more than a quarter. No, I don't think we've gone three months without putting something out. Right. We we see we, we don't want to be successful at this. We want to just stay even. So if we can keep ten to twenty fans, and <laughs> yeah, we're pretty good there. <laughs> enough enough so they're like, oh, when are they going to release them? And then finally we do. Just like when they're getting tired and they don't want to they don't want to put up with it anymore. Just keep them hooked. Just barely. Just barely. All right. My name is Derek. Funny, but that was a long <laughs> drawn out one. Well, the next one's only going to be thirty seconds. I already have no. that one. I don't have a ready to go. I haven't. I can't really say I'm singing to it because I'm really not singing. I don't know. Oh god, I can't sing. I really can't sing. But yeah, the, that one was a lot. That was a minute. The the next one's going to be thirty seconds. Okay, that's good. Now it's just something to be expected. <laughs> I used, I used to kind of do some kind, something. Now it's always it's gonna be like this gigantic production that's gonna go on for twenty minutes. <laughs> the fan of of the opera all done. The only lyric is Don, <laughs> and people were like, people listening are like, oh come on now, come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, seven minutes, Don, 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 Don. Don 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 I see a little silly Don 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 will you do the von Donald Donald and Donald very very Donald Don website retrorpg.net Email is podcast Something. at retrorpg.net. God, I haven't checked the other one in so long. I gotta open up podcast deal. Really, the email had, deal. We had any recent emails or something? And we had a few over the break. Yeah. Where are you guys? Are you dead? <laughs> was it, uh, uh, Derek has, uh, not me, Derek, another Derek, has offered, uh, anything out of his NES collection for us to play. I, uh, I don't know if that, is, if that means that he's going to send us stuff or uh, or just a suggestion gimmick. Well, seeing as I do not have a Nintendo system. I do, I do, but it's I can't get it to work on my TV, so I just emulate everything. I had a friend borrow that once, and yeah, I never saw it back. And you wonder why I don't let you borrow shit. You didn't what? I've been burned so many times on people borrowing shit. Oh, I th- never gets back thought you were me. blaming me for not returning shit. No, I haven't given you anything. Uh, Skyrim... 
One of our listeners, Josh, got Skyrim, and he says it's ten times better than he figured. Very good. Uh, Rain has um, suggested music from Metroid Prime 1 and 2, so I have uh, fulfilled that. Cool. So, yeah, it, it, ask and you shall receive as far as the music goes. If I can find it, I'll put it up there. And always give us suggestions if you want to hear different shows or different games for us to review in the future. We might not get to them right away. We have a schedule, so there's... I don't know. Yeah, we usually keep a show or two ready on what we're going to do next. Well, we already have the, um, there's the, um, the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children movie, and then the, uh, and then the game after that. So there's gonna, there's at least one, two, three, five shows that we already have planned out. So basically a year. We've already, already, yeah, we've already locked up the year. (laughs) We're good. But keep, keep the suggestion coming. How do you know what the next show is after the movie? I done told you that. It's the game that you hate and have never played. But now you're going to play it because you're interested in the oh, game that's coming up here soon. Now I know. Oh, fair enough. Now I remember, yeah. Uh, the contest where uh, you submit a little gimmick on to, to be a part of the Advent Children show. The only en- <laughs> entry that we've had was, uh, was Matthew. Congratulations, Matt. <laughs> you were the only one who submitted, so therefore you win by default. So uh, just keep that in mind. Next time we have a little contest gimmick, uh, odds of winning a RetroRPG.net contest, one and one. Yeah, let's just stop the contest. It makes us depressed. That's <laughs> how little people put it into it. No, nobody participates. Nobody listens to the show. I don't blame them. Do we have any iTunes reviews? I haven't checked iTunes in forever. Ooh, I could check that real quick for you. Do you have iTunes open? No, I'll open it right now. Oh, now it's going to take five minutes because iTunes speaks of crap. It takes forever to open. Talking about, I'm already in on it. It's always taking forever for open for me. Hold on, it's still accessing. God damn it! <laughs> what I tell you? Yeah, you weren't wrong on that. Damn, look at all these retro shows on here. Everybody's copying us. Of We're course, copying my style. <sighs> okay, um, let's go to the most recent. Ooh, we got two pages now. Ooh. Oh no, no, no. So the recent one we we already discussed. It was oh, in October, okay. and it was about the guy who told you about the static. Did yeah. you fix the static issue? Yeah, the static was fixed. Okay, cool. And I sent him, I think it was Illusion of Gaia as a uh, reward. I think we should uh, get into this game now. It's been forever. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Well, when did you beat it? You just recently beat it. I beat Same it, uh, was it, on Sunday. So, two days ago. Last week, yeah. So, but well, disc 2, I finished in November. Well, that's the thing. I didn't really play much until I got back. Well, after um, Cloud goes all Chris Brown on Eris and beats the living shit out of her, she runs away and goes to the Sleeping Forest, which leads to the City of the Ancients. And now, in order to get through the Sleeping Forest to get to the City of the Ancients, you need to find the, I think it's the Lunar Harp. The, yeah, the Lunar Harp. And it's buried somewhere in this uh, in this archaeological dig slash city. How long did it take you to find it? Well, I, at first I had no idea what I was doing. I went to the forest and I walked for a while. Yeah, you're not gonna get anywhere. Yeah, I figured that out kind of quick. Uh, it it took me a little bit. How long did it take you? Uh, first try. What all do you have to do? You have to place the guys in certain areas and then use triangulation. Oh, that was 
But I put a lot. You can pay for markers, can't you, for people to? Yeah, stand. If you, you can get up to five. Yeah, I think I dropped all of them down, and then they gave me the right idea. I usually that. put two by the ladder, and then put the rest of them up top because the lunar heart's usually up top. Yeah, it was up top this time, so. I'll put two by the ladder, and then I'll put the uh, the other three up top, surrounding the area where it usually is. Yeah, I don't know how random it is per each game. On I don't think it's located. ever been random. Is it just always the same spot? I think it is. I don't ever remember it being random. Well, it was on top this time, too, so. And once you got into the forest, did you get the materia floating around? What materia? There was a Kujata materia. No, I didn't. Ah, you missed it. I'm not following a walkthrough. I missed oh, I missed the W2 materia that you mentioned. Yeah, we'll get into that next time. Yeah. We'll or later. It. Yeah, later. I missed a lot of stuff. I wasn't following a walkthrough at all. Why not? And I was just going to the destinations. And if I saw a treasure chest, I'd go and get it. But I wasn't looking hard. Now, once you're at the City of the Ancients, go to uh, go meet uh, Eris. They go over to Eris. Cloud's ready to kill her. Now, when you start raising the sword up, you can push other buttons to get Cloud to do other stuff. Oh, like what? Like one button, he'll start shaking back and forth like he doesn't want to. If you press the D-pad, he'll uh, move his torso around. If you keep pushing the D-pad towards Eris, he'll keep doing pelvic thrusts at her. <laughs> I never knew this. I thought I was just watching the whole thing play out. I would have totally pelvic frustrated to death while I was threatening to kill her. <laughs> yeah, you want this? You want this, huh? Yeah. My seven inch or my seven foot sword. I yeah. want that. So, which brings us to Eris' death. Spoiler alert. Fifteen years later. It'd be funny if one person was listening like, Oh, well, you ruined it! Like someone's (laughs) never played it. How do you not know at this point? Now, I know I've covered this in another show. Eris' death was spoiled for me. I think it was... I forget... I think it was Thanksgiving. But my cousin... I was in the kitchen. I remember this like it was yesterday. My cousin was talking to a buddy of his. They were discussing the game. I didn't know which game it was they were talking about but uh they got to um we're talking about her death and he asked my cousin asked his buddy did you ever use her he said nah because i knew she was going to die anyway so there was no point in it everybody seemed to know ahead of time didn't they yeah and so uh then a couple months later i've met my stepbrother and he introduced me to the game and he had a walkthrough and i thumbed through the walkthrough and put two and two together and figured out that was the game they were talking about and that's where she was she died and then uh, royally spoiled it for me because I found out she died through the walkthrough. Yeah, I have two Final Fantasy VII walkthroughs in my house, by the way. I don't know why I have two of them. I don't even know where I got the first one, let alone the second. I don't know. I had one at one point, but I don't know what happened to it. I might have yours, actually. Want to borrow shit from me? You son of a bitch. I have two Final Fantasy copies, too. Final Fantasy VII copies. I got Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, no, I have eight anymore. I think I'm going to give those away, too. I only have 12 now in my house. 
We need to beat that. I never beat. We really need to beat that. Ugh. I got distracted with other stuff in the game. That's the problem with the later versions. Final Fantasy VIII, a card game. Final Fantasy XII, they have you do all those missions where you're, uh, what they hire you to go kill rare And you get good items. Stuff. So I kept up with that, but then I just, just got, got burnt out. out. I don't know. Now, what I thought about naming Eris' name to, just for this one scene alone, is God. Bullseye. Because after the dialogue? Because once Sephiroth stabs Eris and then Eris slumps over into Cloud's arms, he yells, Eris! But instead, he would yell, Bullseye! <laughs> <laughs> you should have done that. And then take it a screen cap. <laughs> Got her right in the ribs. <laughs> and then we can uh, discuss the fallacy of uh, Phoenix Downs and why does she have to be dead when people can get hit in the face with the sun and... Phoenix down in a high potion will set him straight. Nope, she's she's dead for reals. Yeah, for realsies. How there, ho- there's not that many games that I know where they kill off main characters. It Final Fantasy, Fantasy 2 kills off damn near every single character. It kills off the twins, doesn't it? That that the, wall that co- is coming in? Yeah, is that, that Final Fantasy 3? Yeah, no, that's Final Fantasy 2. When they turn to stone? Yes. Okay, so they killed off those characters. They and the, the monk guy, and I think one of the dwarves, and a couple of other people. There's oh, a lot of death I, in Final I, Fantasy 2. I restrict my statement. They just can't stop killing people in, in this series. <laughs> Nobody died in Final Fantasy 8. Oh, uh, you ruined it for me. I, I didn't ruin shit for you. You probably never I play that game anyway. I, I want to know. I was stuck in another reality playing a card game. <sighs> card game. I'm, I'm telling you. No card games allowed. For Final Fantasy 8, I got it actually loaded into my uh, PS2 downstairs. Well, how about this? You can play Final Fantasy. Actually, start playing it now and get the card game out of your system so that when we do finally get around to playing it, you'll have all the cards that you want and we can just get right to playing the game. But I don't want to play the game. I just want to play the card well, game. Play and the then play the fucking card all game. the cards I won. Then play the card game and shut up. I can't, I can't help it. Yeah, I don't know. Every time I got into that game, I would be like, I'm not playing the card game. Then you'll play the card game. Then they, Yeah, they make it so appetizing. Everybody just wants to play you. <laughs> that one person running around the garden. You're chasing him down. I didn't even play cards! Hey, come back here! I was. Everybody, I, I swear, 10 to 15 hours, and I barely left the school. I think I left to go defeat that tr- uh, fire demon in that fire cavern, and then went back. Start playing more card games. That's right. But you know they're coming out with Final Fantasy thirteen too. Yeah, and it blows my mind. Why? Because I heard 13 was just a, an abomination. Nobody liked it. At least well, for heard, the first 20 hours, nobody liked that's it. That's what I hear. My friend said, oh, it's a great game after 20, 20 25 hours. No, it is not a great game if you have to torture yourself for 20 hours to get to the meat and potatoes of the game. That's not. That's a horrible game design. Yeah, he said the first 20 hours is terrible. And I said, well, I said, well maybe... It starts coming, turning into an average game, but you've just been tortured for the last 20 hours that you just think, ah, oh, this is so much better than what I was dealing with, that it's a great game. In the movie industry, there's a term called the hook. You have five minutes to hook your audience. If you do not hook your audience within those first five minutes, you've lost, you, you, your movie sucks. Here's a great hook, Swordfish. Remember the opening to that movie? Oh, God, yeah. That was a good hook. Because now you're wondering, what the fuck just happened? Is that the explosion scene? Yes. Where everything gets slow mode and all those metal balls are just flying everywhere? Yes, just complete and total destruction. Hell yeah. 
But um, no zombies in The Walking Dead? Not so much. Not a good hook. Now, how uh, how was horrible was your fight with Genova? The, with the, uh, the second encounter of Genova? You encounter her in the building, right? Yes. And then what's the second time? The second encounter? No, the first time you encounter encounter Genova in the ship. Okay. The second one is right after Eris dies. I, I, I honestly didn't have that much of an issue. Do you even remember it, or are you just lying to me? I don't really remember it, I'll be honest. <laughs> so I can't possibly have had a... But I, and I'll, I could tell you the ones I do remember that were a pain. That wasn't it. Hold on, let me... Uh, hook me up with a clip. Yeah, I'm going to hook you up with a clip. You know what, I think I barely survived through this. Uh, so now you've seen the video, you you kind of remember what's going on? Yes. God, this guy's really built up for that level. Yeah, I know. Well, I'll like just try to... completed the game at that level. Jesus. The, uh... I didn't have an issue because Genova... I already knew Genova Life uses water-based attacks. So I just equipped the, um... The amulet d- drains water... And cuts water damage in half to two of my guys. So Cloud was always getting healed, regardless of what the attack so was. So probably doing. the water ring, or I yeah. don't know if it was called that. They had a bunch of those different rings. Yes. So Cloud was constantly getting healed. He was invincible for this fight. He could not die, regardless. Uh, Aqua Lung. This is a very good place to learn the enemy skill, Aqua Lung. Oh, that's for the that's for that material that can collect enemy skills. Yes. Enemy skill material. Yeah, I never hardly used that. I had like one or two on there, maybe. I used it all the time, because you get uh, Big Guard. Yeah, apparently you get some really good stuff on there. There's one that's called Big Guard. It casts Shell, which is Protect and Wall on your characters. And then it also casts Haste. Yeah, I I was without a lot of stuff. Like, I didn't have the ability to reflect, to shield, or anything. I didn't find the life materia. I'd not say find, but I didn't buy the life materia until the third disc, because I didn't know where to go. And oh, I forgot God. to buy it in Junon. I never got... I, I had them, but I never had them unlocked to life two. So life just barely brings them back. And you got to heal them really quick <laughs> before they die. That really sucks in uh, boss battles. And then uh, HP plus materia, I didn't get until disc three, because I didn't know where to get them. That was in middle, middle right? Before it gets destroyed? Yes. I got that. I got an HP and MP. I got three of them of each and put them on each character. I would have done that, but uh, I forgot. No, stupid. But yeah, we'll get into that, that uh, in that a little bit later. But that's the end of disc one. We should have ended the last show with the end of disc one with this show, but we uh, we were stupid. While I was fighting Genova on that time, I was I was really hoping. I was like, it was more of a struggle, but I was doing okay. It was just taking a while. And I'm like, oh, God, don't let me die, because I don't have to sit through that dialogue all over again just to get to this battle. This is what I did. I set up haste and regen on Cloud and walked away for 15 minutes. I came back, and Genova had used up all of its uh, magic points, or its enemy skill points, or whatever you want to call them. So it couldn't attack. It couldn't do anything. It was just sitting there. So then I revived the other two members and beat beat the snot out of it. Oh, God. Well, that's the way to get it done. <laughs> I think I was at work, actually. I, I, I started the fight, and I got up, and I actually did a round somewhere. <laughs> and I came back, <laughs> and uh, Genova Life was just sitting there waiting for me to kill it. Because it all it did was heal Cloud the entire time. Yes. So silly. Now, at the start of Disc 2, Cloud starts complaining. or Yeah, he complains that he doesn't want to go on. 
And then Barrett basically calls him a pussy. And then Tifa entices him with uh, with those huge knockers of her. And then he says, okay, uh, I'll do it. Yeah, once once uh, once Eris or Bullseye gets a, <laughs> gets a sword through the heart, he is all over Tifa like nobody's business. Especially at the end of this, too, where they spend the night outside under the airship. You know what happened. Mm-hmm. So, man, Cloud was a... Uh, Got some sneaky sex going on in the gondola ride at the Golden Saucer, and then some uh, hot romantic love underneath the airship. Yeah, I think they actually did the Golden Saucer thing with Ares, pretty sure. So he's been he was hooking up with two chicks during the end of the world. And Cloud's a whore. Yeah, he's a player. <laughs> I guess Yuffie was too young for him. <laughs> I think in the puts her at sixteen or fifteen. I don't know what the what are the other ones put at. About about that age. Oh, they're all roughly the same. Okay. place I always have a problem with is Icicle Inn, that snowy town where you get oh, the snowboard. Oh, yeah, you gotta travel everywhere in the snow. Yes. Now, my issue is I always take forever to figure out how to get the snowboard. I don't know why, I just can't get the snowboard that quickly. I don't know what I'm doing. Now, remember when the Turks came up, or at least that, that chick from the Turks, I can't remember her name, came up and punched Cloud? Okay, yeah. No, you don't remember, do you? Quit lying. Just keep going, refresh my memory. I at least know the general location we're at. She she enters the town, Cloud runs up to her, and she gets mad because what you did to Sang, and then she punches you. And you could try to jump out of the way, or you just get punched. I don't remember having the ability to jump out of the way or not. You probably got punched. You're allowed, you can jump out of the way. In all the times that I've played the game, I've jumped out of the way twice. Okay. The number two time being this most recent time I played through. And what all changes? she does, she'll miss and she just rolls down the hill. And you don't wake up in the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember waking up at the end, okay. Okay. I got punched. What about the snowboard? How many times you crash the snowboard? What, oh, it, was, it felt like forever <laughs> going down this damn mountain. <laughs> like, come on, really? They had like a snowboard game at the Golden Saucer. Could we just stick it to that? No, you have, uh, to, you have to do the real snowboard game. I ran, I ran into stuff a lot. It, can you fail it? No, you can't fail. It just takes okay. fucking forever. It took forever because I, I wasn't that good at it. Now, once you land from the snowboard, did you get all the items? Dude, I didn't have a walkthrough. I just walked in a general direction. And then you eventually I... passed out? No, I think I got to someplace, so I got lucky. Oh, you didn't pass I out? I passed out. out. I never passed out. I was trying to get the, uh, I think the Alexander material, and then I passed out, and I said, to hell with it, I'm not getting it. I never had that one. I didn't so, get Alexander. There's so much material you can miss in this game. Yes, there is. Now, the, um... Let's see here. Okay, when you're trying to climb up the, um... The glacier, do you remember the the four battles with the icicles? Yes, of course. Yeah, where you have to knock them down on the ground. I died once because I had actually fallen asleep while I was fighting them. 
That don't they have some kind of like at the end after you beat them they like they have a whole animation deal? Yes, and it takes forever. Oh yes, I remember that vividly. And I died on the last one because, like I said, I had fallen asleep. I always fall asleep on these fights because they're so boring. They take forever and they're boring. Oh, you're fighting an icicle. Yes. I mean, come on. So I had to do it again, and it took forever because the icicles take forever to kill. Yeah, that, I remember that. I, I didn't even know if I was going the right way or anything at that point. You were just going and hoping for the best. Yeah. And I got tired. I was getting bored with it. I'm like, oh, come on. Walk one foot and have to fight another icicle. Mm-hmm. Walk another foot. So like, you gotta get this crap over with. Did, uh, do you remember the other boss? The, the two-headed dragon boss? Did, didn't it look kind of goofy looking? I think so. Let me pull up another video for you. Yeah, yeah I remember this dragon fight. Because they had different weaknesses, each dragon head, right? Yes. Yeah. And now, I died once on this boss. I don't think I did. I don't think I I died at all. I didn't have the the proper materia and armor set up. Because I had elemental materia, but I wasn't using it. So I put, I think it was the fire and and elemental. I linked those two materials together on Barrett's uh, defense, which, uh, which made him immune to fire attacks. And but what made this fight really hard? I didn't have um, barrier. I didn't get oh. barrier until late in the second disc. I never got barrier. Never. Never. Why? I don't know. Could you buy it somewhere? Uh, yeah. I missed so much stuff. I only at the end of the game I only had one ribbon. Right, so after that boss, where do we go now? Just kind of hauling ass through this thing. Now, by the way, if we're missing any kind of important points, or you want us to talk about a point in the game that we missed. Send us an email, RetroRPG, or podcast at RetroRPG.net, and we'll cover it in the next show. There's a lot of stuff to cover in, in Disc 2, that's why. Yes. And Disc 3 is kind of like a quick one. Yes. Now, the Northern Crater. I w- did, um, did you have a problem trying to get past that little, uh, uh, the part where the wind is, or there's a little tornado, looks like, that's cutting across the little path? Oh, you just have to jump across it when it's not, like, spraying the wind across real Yes. High? No, you just gotta time it right when it's at its weakest. I tried to time it. I guess that the PC version and the PlayStation version are different. But I know damn good and well that I was running past it when there was no wind blowing, there was no tornado, there was no lightning, and I would still get knocked back. It got to the point, I, I nearly threw my controller through my laptop, because I almost got to the to the second screen, to the next screen, and then suddenly I hear the noise and I'm being shot all the way back. It took 10 seconds for Cloud to fly back all the way to the beginning of the thing because he was that far forward. And then suddenly the game says, Nope! Not going to let you do it. It's, that's annoying. Those timing. It, t- it took... The last one was the I had the most difficult with. And it took probably 30 minutes for me to finally get through it. Jesus. I know, I've never had that problem. That's and you're playing it on the PC. Yeah, that, so I can only imagine a... that the the PC version is messed up somehow. And, and I got a bug. I, I got a pretty big bug that I'll go over in disc disc three. Oh yeah, next show. Yeah, uh, you already you told me it. about uh, it, and that's I was getting mad. I, you never, you never, you try it again, and you never got. No, to I tried it again. It. I finally beat it. I don't know. So I don't take know. That long? No, it took one uh, turn. Sh- shouldn't take long. Well, that's really short. Whereas, uh, the time before that, it took 90 minutes, and I didn't even beat it. Yeah, we'll have to go into that. Yeah, I think, I think most console games are all 
kind of worked out for bugs, but on the PC, it's just terrible. Uh, it is buggy as all hell. And we could, we could get test of that with uh, Skyrim. Yes. Dragons <laughs> flying backwards, or no animation for the ba- dragons. Buckets. Getting killed by buckets if you stand on them. Let me start playing that game. You haven't played it? I just started last night. I'll start, again. I'll start playing it today. I'm in mid-30s, level mid-30s. I can't really tell you exactly where I'm in the story because everybody's experience is different. Yeah. Then you fight another Genova. This one was easy for me. I didn't have a problem. Yeah. Where was this one located? In the crater. Right before you give the black material to Red 13 and then Red 13 gives it back to Cloud and Cloud gives it to Sephiroth. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I didn't have much of a uh, problem with that fight either. But when it's time to give the black material to someone because Cloud doesn't trust himself, Everybody says, no, I don't want to have it. That's too much responsibility. And then Red 13 says, fine, I'll do it. Now, if I'm giving it to Red 13, I'm telling Red 13, under no circumstances do you give this to me or anybody else. Right. Do not give it to anybody ever. And he totally screws it and up. He, yeah, and he just totally drops it. Dumbass dog. <laughs> and now we're getting into the whole uh, Clouds story. The whole Zack thing. Which had me all kinds of confused. I remember, well, this time I actually got more sense out of the story than when I played it back in the day when it first came out. I I mean, the story for me when it first came out was all confusing as all hell. Yeah, basically, they uh, you're led to think that Cloud's a clone, a Sephiroth clone, a failed Sephiroth clone. Correct. And that all all of his memories are manufactured and made up. But then there's the Tifa thing, and I'm wondering, well, what's Tifa then? No, no, Tifa's real. Now, here's how I figure. Tifa's real, and there was a real cloud, but she, he's not the real one. He's a clone of that person that she remembers. That's what I was. it was coming off to me. Okay, I can buy that. Kind of. Now, Crisis Core explains this issue in detail, and it makes total sense if you play Crisis Core. Ah, I haven't played that. Well, what's the explanation? Well, I'll get into that when we uh, when we do the full on clouds pass gimmick. Oh, okay. But as of now, we are thinking that Cloud is a numberless Sephiroth clone. Right. So then, so now Cloud's gone. We don't know where Cloud is, and then we wake up in Junon. Yeah, this is where uh, you get to actually level some other characters up. Mm-hmm. And it sticks you with the worst character of all. Cat Sith. You have to have him in your party. You have to have him in your party. God, now he's... I never used him except the time they forced me to. Yes. I hate him. I don't like him. I think it's crap. He wasn't that big of a... Yeah, he just wasn't that great. Especially, you consider he's still a spy. He's just a Shinra spy. Mm-hmm. And you have to keep keep using him? No, forget it. But he does help help out. Now, what did you think of the uh, the whole weapon battle? Which weapon? What are you talking about? When oh. re- weapon was attacking Junon. That whole you're FMV talking about sequence. the one for Midgar. You're talking for the one... Yes, where it gets its head it... blown off by the cannon. What did I think about that? Yeah. I thought that was pretty damn cool. I remember the first time I watched it... Was, was I thought I was going to have to fight it. 
I thought I was going to have to fight it. And I'm thinking, I don't want to fight it. And then all of a sudden, it gets ready to shoot it, its laser one more time. I'm going to fire my laser! <laughs> and then it gets its head blown off. And I remember my, my stepbrother and I were like, Oh, that was awesome! That was a very cool scene. It was all the graphics updated for that? You say you're not not like the a... not the movies. Okay, so I I just played it off the PS2, so I just had the old school graphics. You had the upgraded ones or whatever for PC, whatever they're called. I didn't want to have to go through the whole process of trying to get it to work run on the PC. Oh, yeah. It seems like you had some issues anyway. So. Yeah, so you were better off. Yeah, I think so. Did you have a problem trying to get Tifa to get the key, unlock herself from the gas chamber? Yes. Oh, I had to walk through, so it didn't take me all that long. I was I was just doing just smashing buttons. buttons. <laughs> I thought are they gonna really gonna kill? I'm I'm gonna die here. No, you could walk here. You could go to bed and wake up, and ten hours later, she's still just sitting there struggling. Oh, really? Yes. You have to do the right, but you've got to do something though. Yeah, I, I I now know what Tifa's large breasts are for. They're actually a second pair of lungs. Because <laughs> that bitch can hold her breath for a long time. Yeah, you figure out the game time, all of them going around and everything else. She should have been she's gassed still to in death. there dying in the in the gas chamber. So she yeah, had to know what I was doing. <laughs> so, well, so you just happened to get it by accident, or you started pressing buttons and figure, oh, if I do this and this, this happens. So we start doing that. I was pressing... mashing buttons until I got stuff. To, <laughs> I, I got her out of the damn chain. Just trial and error. Yeah. And now this is the part where you get the airship. Finally, the world has opened up to you completely and fully. Right, because the first point, it was from Midgar, where you're just hating life, you're on a linear path to, oh, open world. Yes. And then finally, now that you get the airship, you're like, oh my god, there's just, I can go to any island. I can go anywhere. Almost anywhere. Pretty much. Chocobo, gold chocobo, go anywhere. Except for fight ultimate weapon. I had a weird one. I never saw a ruby weapon. Never. Yeah, now that you mention it, I didn't, I didn't see him... After I beat Ultima Weapon, I didn't see him pop out of the ground. I never saw him at the Golden Saucer at all. I saw uh, Emerald cruising around underwater. Yeah. And of course, you know, you have definitely saw Ultimate. I guess I missed a trigger that didn't put him there. Maybe. I, I was wondering that, too, because usually you should see his little red form walking around in the desert. Oh, he didn't walk around. He just kind of wiggles there like a worm. Oh, okay. And then you find... Cloud in Medeal before it's destroyed. Yes. Broken legs. All herped and derped out. All kinds of crazy. Don't you leave him there for a while? Yeah, you do yeah, you... you do leave him there. Tifa stays with him because Tifa's all over his cock. <laughs> well, that's good. At least he's getting the proper attention. He's <laughs> a nice nurse. Yeah. That... So I had in my party then Sid, Barrett. Who the hell was the other person I was using? I think I was using Red 13. Yeah, it might have been. Well, once you leave Cloud there, you go to um, you go to the reactor near Coral, Barrett's hometown, and then you have to do the the Great Train robbery, where you have to save it. Yes. Hey, I had a question for you. Does it always keep it like the last moment? Yes. Because I was panicking, like I was like, oh, I don't want to do it again. No. So you save the train? You save the town? Yes. Barely. There, there was one time I just said, you know what? Fuck this. I want to see what happens if the train comes barreling through the town. Yeah, do you do you die and have to redo it? No, you don't die. Just the town's fucked up, and then you lose the big materia. That's it. Yeah, and then uh, uh, and then you don't get Ultima. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess it is important to save it. Yeah, because once you've got the time limit and you're fighting 
enemies as you're jumping across the train carts. I'm like, come on, I don't have this kind of time for this. And then I got up there, and I'm pumping Cloud's fist back and forth like a madman <laughs> trying to stop it, and it's not doing anything. You mean like, Sid. Was it Sid? Yeah, okay, King Sid, Dick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it wasn't doing anything. I'm like, come on, no. And it's going faster. Yeah, it wasn't. I was doing the opposite. And I'm like, no, this isn't. I'm, am I doing it wrong? I'm just mashing buttons. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> in a panic, because I thought if I didn't do it right, we'd all die in a fiery <laughs> train wreck, and then I have to start the whole dumb thing over again. <laughs> the, the the music is su- is uh, suitable for that scenario too. Tempo's all fast, and we're all got is gonna we're all gonna die. Yeah, I was I was in a panic, and then it just barely stops right in front of the town. Did you get Barrett's uh, level 4 limit break? I'll be honest. I only got everybody's level 2. Oh, wow. How long does it take before you get the level 4s? Uh, it didn't take long at all for Barrett, but Barrett was just boss hogging and, and bogarting all the kills. That must be it. I don't know. I just n- it never occurred. I think I was in in the 40s to maybe close to 50s on level when I finally beat the game. I think I was level 30-ish at that point. Damn, you beat it real low, and you had and you had catastrophe or whatever. Yes, I did have catastrophe. Barrett was the only one with the level four limit break. I only had him with mind blown. Oh, you're doing horrible. Yeah, with the with the limit breaks were terrible. Horrible. It's bad. What? What? I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't following a walkthrough. Now, did you when was. you went to Fort Condor to get that that huge materia and the Phoenix materia? Did you play the mini game or did you just let them let them all march I up let- to the hut? I let them all march up, and then I thought, as I'm fighting this one boss, I'm thinking, uh, is that, do I have to fight them all like this? Like, will it go back to the minigame and wait for the next one, and I just have to keep fighting each enemy like this? No. I was worried. And then once it was done, I'm like, oh, thank God, it's done. You ever, you ever play the minigame there? Yeah, I always play the minigame. Although, next yeah. time I play Final Fantasy VII, I'm not going to play minigame, because it's just, it's, it's a pain in the ass. Are you beating it with the minigame? Yeah. And you don't get anything different. You spend a lot of your money, don't, yes. don't you? Yes. Yeah, I'd rather just. I need that money for other stuff. So yeah, just like what? Me. Middle of second disc. What are you gonna use your money for? You already have everything. A lot of stuff. Uh, you know, just different potions. Oh yeah, Phoenix Downs are so expensive. Uh, I'd have ninety nine of almost everything. And then you go back to Medeal and then you fight Ultima Weapon. Correct. Now the first yeah. fight with Ultima Weapon, did he kick your ass? It sucked so bad. God, did he destroy me? I could, I couldn't beat him. I died. I, I don't know how many times. Because nobody had the hit points to withstand his uh, Ultima Weapons Ultima Beam. Because it hits everybody. Oh, his final attack? Yes. I couldn't even get to that point. So I had to go out and find a spot to go grind for a while. Yeah, so I just I, I grinded on that island with Medill. It might have been better had I had the HP Plus Materia, but I didn't have any. I grinded and I, I got the, all those Materia. They sold them there before they destroyed the town. Yeah, I didn't get any. Ah, uh, HP plus, MP plus, each character, and, you know, all these other materials. And I grinded, I don't know how long, because sometimes I'll just zone out, and I can play it. Like, cause I'm not listening to the, I'm not listening to the music, even though Final Fantasy VII has great music. I have my headphones on listening to a radio show. So, I'm just listening to that, and I could just can focus on that, and I don't know how many hours I grinded. But when I, when I went, when I finally eventually... Went back in to fight him. I kicked his ass. I struggled the whole time. Oh, even no matter when when you finally beat him, it was a tough one. What do you mean when I finally beat him? Like the last you beat him? No, the first time. Oh yeah, I struggled. We're... Okay, 
Because I think I, I, I grinded so much that it made the game easier from that point on. Because I just spent a ton of time. And then, you ever you ever get Yuffie? I did by accident. You didn't mean to? I How did not you do mean by to. accident? I, was, I went to go grind because of Ultima. And then I entered a, um, what was it? I entered a forest by accident. I didn't know that she was going to be in that forest. And then next thing I know, I'm fighting her. So I said, all right, okay. fine. I just might as well go through the bullshit and get, get her in my party. Now, how'd you know what to say to her? I just walked through. That's exactly it. You know how you know how pissed off she stole all your material, didn't she? How pissed off I was with her. I I can't count how many times I tried to get her. I wasn't even trying. I was just trying to grind, and she'd keep popping up. And I swear, I picked every wrong choice before <laughs> I eventually picked the right thing. And there's like 20 different ways to do it. There's even one time at the very end where you finally talked her through almost everything. And she said, oh, okay. And she gives her gives you her name. And you, you, you know how you can change it. Uh-huh. And I you select, okay, uh, you named her y- Yuffie. And then it goes back to the screen, and she's gone, and she stole some stuff. Yes. And I, I was so pissed off. <laughs> Ugh, I finally got her, but I never used her because I was so mad at her. <laughs> it's just so pissed. I never remember it being that hard, but probably I used a walkthrough when I got her last time. I don't know. Did you get Vincent? No, I did not get Vincent. I did not get him either. To the cloud conundrum. The ground opens up after you beat Ultima Weapon, and Cloud and Tifa fall into the life stream. Correct. Now, up to this point, Cloud believes that he was... I'm reading this off of a wiki. Cloud believes he was entirely created by Hojo, and that even his name and memories of being Tifa's childhood friend belong to someone else. The shock of this fabricated past, combined with Hojo's revelations and accusations, shatter Cloud's mind. Using an illusion to trick the party member with the Black Materia into coming... Cloud's aid. Sephiroth has Cloud take it back from them, and he hands it to Sephiroth, who activates it, summoning Meteor, and Cloud apologizes to Tifa for being a p- fake persona. The crater begins to shake violently, the avalanche escapes, save for Barrett, Tifa, and Cloud, who's left behind to fall into the live stream. I don't remember that. You don't remember them falling into the live stream? I don't remember Barrett falling. Barrett never fell. Yeah, why is it saying Barrett fell? No, I didn't visually see him falling. Anyway. It was just, yeah. Because it was just... Tifa in Cloud's mind now, having to go through the whole stories in his head. Well, into make sense of it. In, in Cloud's subconscious, Tifa helps Cloud piece back together his true memories of his childhood by comparing their memories to find out which are true. While Tifa encourages Cloud to believe in his own existence, restored to his true self, Cloud resumes command of the party again with Bugenhangen's guidance. Yeah, it is kind of a complicated story. All right. As Tifa helps Cloud to unravel the mysteries inside himself, she visits several versions of Cloud during various stages of his life. The North Cloud is the memory of the Nibelheim accident, and shows Nibelheim exactly as it was just before Sephiroth burned it. Cloud begins to play what occurred in his mind five years ago, but Tifa tells him he was not one of the two soldiers who came in the town. Instead, no, it was, it was Zack. Yes. Yes. Because she was waiting for him. Right. Then but there's... he was there. He was there, yes. As a guard. 
Yes. And you should, it shows him, he, he walks up in a guard uniform, a regular, in a regular, not soldier, but a regular... Uh, yeah, his normal, and then he sees Tifa there waiting. And then he runs away, gets his helmet, and puts it back on. Which, I don't understand that. Like, wouldn't he want to see her? Or maybe he's just... He's, I, he's ashamed because he's not in soldier. Oh, he's just like a normal, yeah. Yeah. A normal grunt. And then you go to the memory of Cloud making the promise to Tifa just before he left Nibelheim to join Soldier, which he did not. Since Cloud does not even know if he's a real Cloud or a Sephiroth clone created by Professor Hojar, as Sephiroth claims, he wonders if this memory is false, just like the memories of the Nibelheim incident. Tifa concludes by viewing this memory. The Cloud of Final Fantasy VII must be the real Cloud, and there is no way he could made up the details so clearly just by listening to Tifa's story. Cloud himself also has doubts. What? This... Who wrote this? Because some of these sentences are hard to read because the I'm grammar's just, just messed up. Look at it like this: There's something that Tifa knew that Cloud didn't, <laughs> that they matched up with. Meaning, she knows it was the real him. Yes. Now, back all the way to disc one, where Cloud explains himself to the party, mm-hmm. and then to the um, the whole Sephiroth Black Materia incident. Is essentially Tifa was in on the on the deal. Because she could have just said right then and there and shattered Cloud's world. No, this never happened. This never happened, Cloud. She went along with it. Yeah, she went along with it. And the For explanation she said was that she she thought he would lose his mind, get mad, or what have not. Yeah, well, it really worked out the other way, didn't it? Right. He kind of lost his mind anyways. But the, the story basically says Tifa and Cloud weren't friends. Basically, Cloud went to Tifa one day, asked Tifa to meet him at the well. She said it was... Because she even says it was sudden. I don't. I didn't really know you all that well, but right. She had those three other guys hanging out with her. Yeah, she made a little cowboy outfit. Some cowboy girl outfit. Which makes me wonder how much of a whore Tifa was in, in her younger youth, in yeah. younger years, hanging out with. She had boys. no girlfriends, just guy friends. Mm. Maybe she was the only girl in town. She's dressed up as a cowgirl. Mm. Mm. <laughs> now, now, going back to the whole cow, cowgirl outfit when. Or, or even before that, when they were kids, Cloud, those boys, and Tifa all go up to Mount Nibble, right? Correct. And I think they fall off the the bridge, or the bridge breaks on them. Yeah, sh- she keeps going. Right. No, 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 no. He, no, this no, is Tifa not, ke- goes in. Yeah, she keeps going. The other boys stay behind. Cloud ke- follows. That's correct. And something happens to Tifa. And I think it's funny that the adults find Tifa. Cloud's laying on the ground, busted up, hurt, and injured. But they... They pick up Tifa and yell at Cloud and just leave him for dead. It is no, they brought him back. No, didn't they, they don't show them picking Cloud up to bring him back to town. They just show him them yelling at Cloud yeah, at like the base it was of the mountain and they just like leave him for dead. He brought her out there. Yes. They thought he brought her out there, and that's it's his fault that she got hurt or whatever. Right. So they pick up the hurt Tifa and leave the hurt Cloud for dead, essentially. Right. I thought Even that was funny. she was the one creating drama going out there in the first place. Yes. Now, the truth, Cloud rejoins, blah, 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 blah. Tifa follows him past the town and into the Mako Reactor to his memories of confronting Sephiroth. Tifa is injured, and the black-haired soldier runs up to fight Sephiroth. Cloud remembers Zack. Sephiroth easily defeats Zack, but a blackened character appears, runs up, and stabs Sephiroth from behind with the Buster Sword. When the person removes his mask, it is revealed to be Cloud. He was there during the Nibelheim incident the entire time, only hiding under his helmet. Cloud did not wish to be seen because he failed to become a soldier as he promised Tifa he would. 
This is see, it's just so much backstory for who these game was designed for, which was like teenagers. Right. But after what what they don't go into is why Cloud had so many memories of Zack, which Crisis Core explains. Um, and there's also a few side stories or side missions that you can go on that further explains that as well. But Crisis Core does a better job. Essentially, after Cloud was stabbed, Cl- um, Zack recovers Cloud. They go to the Shinra Mansion. And they both are put into those, into Mako tanks for, to heal, which is where Cloud got the, the Mako infusion gimmick. Okay. And then. That almost every soldier person got. Right. But Cloud, uh, and I can't remember what happened then, but I think something happened that Zack had to pull Cloud out of the tank before he fully healed. And then they ran, they basically were trying to travel to Midgar, uh, so that Zack could be be a mercenary or what have not. Because at this point, now they're done with, with, uh, with Shinra. Okay, they've got, a, they're out of the whole game. Right. So, so the whole time Zach's telling him about his past and, um, what, all of his plans, and then basically that gets imprinted onto Cloud's mind. So then Cloud gets to Midgar and then takes up the role of Zach, essentially. Basically like a, like what Forrest Gump did with Bubba. He just, well, Zach, he always wanted to be a soldier. And he, and Zach was like the, essence of what all he wanted to be. Yes. So he just said, okay, well, he wants to be a mercenary, so he just takes over that role like he would, like like whatever Zack was doing. Yeah, it's like Forrest Gump, where Bubba wanted to be a shrimp boat captain, but Bubba died, so now Forrest Gump is going to be, take over that, that memory and be a shrimp boat captain. Exactly. I wonder if the writers got inspiration from Final Fantasy VII Cloud gimmick for the Bubba, Bubba Gump Shrimp Corporation uh, backstory. The odds of that are less than none. <laughs> less than none. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much the whole gimmick. Yeah, you get, if everybody follow that, <laughs> Even, I'm still confused. <laughs> well, the way they write it out on Wiki is, uh, yeah, it's a little confusing. But but uh, okay, so I guess here's the rundown. As kids, Cloud said he's joining. The army to be, soldier, to yeah. be a soldier. He promises Tiffy he's going to be a soldier. So Correct. Cloud goes through the deal, doesn't become sucks. a soldier. He was physically mm-hmm. built to be a soldier, but for somewhere along the way he failed. Befriends Zack. They go on a mission together. Uh, they end up in Nibble or Nibbleheim, Cloud's hometown. Sephiroth asks, "How's it feel to be back in your hometown?" But he's actually asking Cloud that. Not Zack. So Cloud sees Tifa, puts on his mask. They go through the the reactor. Sephiroth loses his shit. Zack tries to kill Sephiroth in retribution for killing. Uh, was it that? What was it for? Uh, for doing something? I can't remember what it was. I'd... Well, he was gonna just stop him because he he lost his mind. Right. Yeah. But Sephiroth overpowers Zack. Cloud comes in, moves Tifa out of the way, picks up Zack's sword, runs up, stabs Sephiroth. Sephiroth gets pissed. Stabs Cloud. Cloud hulks up, grabs the sword while it's still in him, and flings Sephiroth into the pit, the bottom of the reactor. Cloud goes over to Tifa, save Tifa. Zack collects Cloud, takes him to the Shinra Mansion, throws him in a Mako tank. Something happens. Cloud, Zack pulls Cloud out of the tank. They go on this travel. Uh, Zack tells Cloud his aspirations, his aspirations, ambitions, his future plans. Zack is killed by Shinra for defecting. Cloud is left for dead by Shinra. Cloud recovers. And Cloud goes to Midgar to fulfill Zack's 
destiny, yeah, so, so Cloud's to speak. not delusional. He knows that he's not Zack. Right. He just takes over for him. Then Cloud still alive. Then Cloud meets Tifa, assumes, or not assumes, but replaces his memories with Zack's so that he could, quote-unquote, say he fulfilled Tifa's promise of becoming a soldier. When right, in essence, well, she, she was lying the whole crap time. about that anyways. No. If he would have been, if he just would have been smart, she doesn't care about that at all. She cared about him as him. Right, that's we spent a long time trying to explain Cloud, and I still don't understand what's going on. I'm telling you, it's, it's one of the more complicated uh, RPG stories. Well, because it, it it does this weird double loopback gimmick. So you're, so you're thinking like, what's what's the reality? There's so many different uh, different lines of well, is he a clone? Is he is he not? Well, he's not a clone. Right. Something that's just something Hojo said to him to throw him off his game. Okay. So after all that nonsense, now it's time to go play submarines. <laughs> now, did you have a problem with the boss with the carry armor right up to the submarine, trying to get to submarine? You had to refresh my memory. It's a, it was I a green robot-looking thing that would grab your characters and kill them, unless you killed the arm that was holding them. No, I don't remember anything grabbing God damn it, hold on. It picks up your character. Yeah, it'll pick up your character. And... I never had to pick up my character. Well, you must have killed. Let me, let, you must have killed. Well, let me see it. Let me see. It. I want to see it pick it up. I don't remember fighting this thing. What? I, I swear. Is it? Uh, you have to. Yes, you have to. You have no choice but to. This was before Christmas. That's why it could be my only answer. Maybe. I don't see how you could not fight it. It's in your path. Yes. Damn. Fucking uh, Tifa's got a crazy. Uh, limit break with like twenty of those different slot machine things. Yeah, that's uh, that's how her limit break builds up. Mine only had three. Yeah, I remember fighting it. I never had it pick me up though. Oh, here's the thing. This is after middle and all that. Mm-hmm. Or like I said, I grinded a lot. I grinded I think... in preparation for this boss to thirty-five. I just grinded to beat ultimate weapon uh, the first time. After this, I didn't have much. I didn't really have much trouble with this boss. Now, I've in the past, I've always had an issue with this boss. He'll kill me a bunch of times. Something will go wrong. Don't you have to just hit hit it with lightning because it's a machine? Well, normally, yeah. But normally, I wouldn't have a Ruma, or I'll be missing something, or my level will be too low. Because yeah, at this point, I had all uh, I had all bolt threes and all that kind of stuff. Now, but this time when I fought it. I grinded in preparation for it, mm-hmm. and it was easy. Yeah, I, uh, it was easy for me. I had most of my materia unlocked, though, so it didn't take that long. Did you get Leviathan after... I think it was, it was either Leviathan or some other materia that I was behind a crate. never got Leviathan. There was some materia behind the crate before you got onto the submarine. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. I might have not even... I didn't get it, because I didn't know it was there. Yeah, me either. Damn it. Oh, that'll teach you. Yeah, if you were to, like... Because it would be hard just to go through this game and get everything. You'd have to follow... I don't know if the official walkthrough is... Oh, my God, I just picked up uh, Red 13. Yeah, there you go. See? that That's crazy. Never had that happen. Oh, you lucked out. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. This seems to be a more complicated boss fight. But yeah, once you pick... If, he can, if you don't destroy his arms, he can pick up two of your guys, and then suddenly you're down to one one person. Wow. I could see this being a problem with not being properly leveled up. Yes. Did you... Uh, yeah, because I, I forgot all about him because he was just so easy for me. The the submarine minigame is a joke. 
Oh, you didn't like that? It's Well, you have to keep destroy the other submarine. Yeah, it's just, all you have to do is speed up to the other submarine and just dump torpedoes into it. Yep, that's basically what I did. And you could, you could have it done in 30 seconds. That's right. That's about what it took. <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, it was kind of a waste. They tell you, they can tell you, you're ready. Show you all the, how to do it. Now, since you weren't using a walkthrough, you have to use a submarine to get the key to the ancients. Did you go to the city of the ancients first? And then Bugenhagen yes. said, oh, we need a key. And then yes. you had to go back? Yes, well, first, mind you, I don't know where anything's at. I go there, and he's like, oh, yeah, I need a, I need a key here, and I'll, I'll still study this and let you, if you come back later, maybe I'll have more information. But, to find the key, here's a hint. It's in a place where no light is shown. So it's a place where no light will ever see it or whatever. So I'm like, okay, that must mean it's underwater. That's the only reason why I went into the sub to go down, because I thought, well, he, of his hint. And then, then what happened? Instead of, it's down in some little cave pocket, right? Yes. I didn't know that. So I, I, I found that ship that crashed down there. And you got your ass handed to you by the monsters in there? They were super strong. And what about Reno and Rude in there? Did they, did they whip your ass? I, I fought them. No, I beat them. Oh, okay. But, because I had grinded a lot before that, like I said, but it was really tough. They are tough. I didn't want to, I didn't want to stay in there long at all. And I kept looking around for it, like, where the hell's the stamp key? It's in the bottom of the ocean now, there's no light. Right, it's not in the ship. Or the sunken air. I had airplane. no idea. I had to look it up. In the end, I had to look it up because I, I was completely lost on where to find it. Once I had control of the sub, I got the key. I got all the crap out of the plane. Got the hell out of there because I hate that plane. And then yeah, went straight to the brutal. city of the ancients. And then Bugenhagen says, it looks like we need a key for this place. And Cloud says, you know what? I found this. Will this work? Nice. You're already well prepared. You've been through it a, a couple times. Well, I was thinking about that. I said, you know what? I don't want to have to go all the way to the City of the Ancients. Have Bugenhagen tell me, no, I, d- I need a key. Go all the way back out, get the key, and then go all the way back in. Yeah, it's a bit of a walk. It's, yeah, you did it the right way, I think. But somebody playing for the first time would not know that. Yeah, or for the couple times. I just completely forgot. Like, where the hell is this damn key? I'm like, it's got to be on this damn ship. <laughs> Pretty funny. Completely forgot about that cave. Did you get the uh, the big materia out of the rocket, or did you let it blow up on the uh, on the meteor? I uh, how's the what's the way to stop it? The uh, the the code is XX. Uh, oh no, it's a uh, circle square XX. Okay, and you know, and he keeps giving you hints, right? Yes. Uh, the entire time, I'm in a frantic trying to get the code, and I didn't get it. So I I wanted to stop it, I just couldn't. <laughs> I thought it was giving me the wrong hints because I, I tried them and then like it wouldn't work. I'm like, what? You told me this was the second digit and I was trying to just process of elimination. Oh, yeah. And that didn't work out so well. Well, I'm going to go back for a minute back to City of the Ancients. At that point, mm-hmm. you learn that Eris was praying for Holy and that the prayer right. had been received, but Holy could not do anything because Sephiroth was in the way. I just right, and she that... had the white materia on her. Yes, the holy materia. Yeah. Even though you get a holy materia later on in the game. You did? Did you? Yes, there was another materia, a green materia called holy. So you didn't get the, the, you didn't get Bahamut Zero. 
Uh, there's so many of them. I got Bahamut. Wasn't there a Neo Bahamut? There's Neo Bahamut, and then there's Bahamut Zero. I did never get the Zero. Oh, Zero's awesome. I bet that's the best one. Next to Knights of the Round, it's the it's the best materia. Where'd you get that at? Get what? Bahamut Zero. From saving the big materia. Damn me. That damn code. <laughs> I should have just used a walkthrough. But you got two of them over there. Yeah. Wait, two of what? Didn't you say uh, two walkthroughs for Final Fantasy? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was using the online walkthroughs, though. I didn't use the book ones. Oh, okay. I should have used the book ones. Yeah, those are even better. Pictures. Exactly. Uh, after you leave the City of the Ancients, the um, you go fight Diamond Weapon. That's the one that attacks Midgar. Yes. And it slowly goes... Is it Now, can you just watch it destroy it? No, it'll get to a point where it'll stop and just sit there. Oh, because I always thought I was on some time limit. No. Because it's, it's just walking in the ocean towards it. You're like, oh, God. Just this epic thing. Everybody, the first time they play the game, they try to ram it, and then Sid yells at them, Stop breaking the high wind, goddammit! Wait for it to get on land, we can fight it proper. I had no idea. I never tried to run it in with my ship. <laughs> I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Because it takes a while. If you if you go right from the crater, if you go right there and park your high wind right at the shore and just stand there, you got to wait like a minute or two for its ass to get over. I wonder if you tried to ram it with the sub. I wonder if you get the sub over there and then try to ram it. Is it in the same body of water? I don't know. I don't and even still, you think you'd actually be able to see it underwater as it's coming? No, no, absolutely not. Nah, I don't think it would. I think it wasn't even designed for that. But I just want to ram it with the shore. sub up, up on, up on land. It'll, you know, they probably didn't code anything for the sub, so the sub would probably just go right through it. Yeah. Did you yeah, did did you get uh, Yuffie's? Uh, I almost called her Sophia. Fucking Walking Dead. Did you get Yuffie's um, ultimate weapon from from the weapon? From Diamond Weapon? Well, you have to steal it or something? Yes, you have to steal it. Uh, well, seeing as I wasn't using Yuffie at all, no. <laughs> well. I would like, I, at one point in time, well, you remember when I was completely obsessed with this game, there was one thing where I just wanted to go through and get everything in the game. I, I, like, just try to get every item. Every materia, every uh, enemy, uh, what's that thing called? Oh, All enemy their, skill? Uh, every enemy skill, everything. Because if you look at it, if you really want, wanted to, you could become in, unstoppable in the game. You wouldn't need to because there's not that much left after after uh, you beat all the weapons right. and everything. But like, if you, if you could set up some of these materias to just do uh, amazing damage. Because they do, they, after you master them, they create another one, right? Yes. Duplicates. Yes. So you could get the you could get that two X materia that eventually becomes four X, and four X you can hook up with other materials. You can create like an ultimate combo type thing, where like one hit you could be killing pretty much anything. Yep. For the most part, and then you know after what was it right after the explosion, the one that I did. Remember, you get these chunks of this master materia that you give to the old ga- guy in Cosmo Canyon. What? Remember. The chunks of materia that the old guy has in Cosmo Canyon, you give it to him. No. Red 13 from Cosmo Canyon. Right. That old guy up there that has that whole little virtual oh, space yeah. thing. Chunks of material? No, you hand him the huge material, not chunks. You had me there thinking. There were two different kinds, right? There were four. Well, I only had two. God, there was command, which is ye- yellow. There was yeah. magic, which is green. There was support, that. which is pink. And then summon, which is red. I didn't get all of them. 
How did I not get all of them? How did you not get all of them? No, I'm sorry. There was a support which was blue. You got the blue huge material, not the pink. Well, whatever the case. And it and they explained how it worked. I don't think I ever used them. But basically, let's say you have all the green materia, and let's say you master all of them. It'll give you right? a master magic. Which which is a copy of everything that you mastered so far. Yeah, one material that has everything. And then you do... So if you spend enough time on the game, which would be an outrageous amount of time, you could have those four, and they're all mastered to have every master of the, its class. Right? Mm-hmm. That's just outrageous. That's for the people who are dedicated. Yeah. I was never that dedicated. Although I did break the clock on my first game. <laughs> so it just stuck at 99999. Yeah, it's what, 999959? Yes. Five nine. There was a whole, I remember the whole rumor mill on the message boards and all, well, back then when they had message boards about like the game will break after the clock goes to that level. <laughs> so much people were worried about. Mm-hmm. Oh, we gotta wrap this up. I gotta call my boss here soon. Okay. Alright, Midgar. Actually, should we wait back. for? Should we hold off on Midgard and, and? I think we should hold off and put it all for the next show, because okay. it's already at two hours. Yeah. I might be able to cut it down to an hour and a half, maybe. But uh, yeah, we're gonna need a lot more to talk about on the next show. Okay, so we're gonna end it here, so we have a little bit more to talk about on the next show. Uh, we'll start next show with Return to Midgar. We have to also end because I have to get ready for work. I'm assuming that's what my boss wants me to call him, call him about. Uh, well, this has been episode thirty. Yeah, 31. Uh, yeah, 31. Do you got anything else? Not really. All right, then. I don't know how to end the show anymore. I forgot how to end it. You got to say bye. Oh, bye. Bye. I'm watching My Little Pony. God damn it, leave me alone.